vibes. Sweet, sweet connections. The groove. Now, so much conversation has been revolving around the Tindler Swindler ever since the documentary, well, a small limited series, should I say, came out on Netflix. And uh, I know that he's being sued by the billionaire who, you know, he tried to pretend that he was part of that family. So um, he should be behind bars. He should be behind bars. Anyone who takes advantage of someone who's in a vulnerable position, yeah, there should be consequences, I absolutely believe. Because he was trying to say that, you know, he never robbed these women. He never did anything wrong. They just gave him the money. But then, you know, there's a school of thought where people are like, but what kind of women are these? And how how can you be conned like that? How do you just fall in love and then just start giving someone money? Start going and taking loans and putting a mortgage on your house to give all your money to someone you just met, right? So there's been quite a bit of judgment as well as these stories have been unfolding. After that story, I shared the one of an Indian gentleman who's in his 70s who apparently had also married like more than 18 or is it between 18 and 25 women all across India uh, in different states and basically he would make all these promises and yeah so he had managed to do it for more than 20 years he had pulled it off and he would target all these women or girls from very rich families he lied about himself he pretended he was a doctor and all these different things and ever since I mean again the Tinder Swindler story came out we're seeing these these different ones popping up I'm waiting for our Ugandan chapter now really is there a Ugandan version because there is one from Kenya now I was reading about a man who called all these love-struck women out of about 3.5 million Kenya shillings on Twitter. Again, remember I talked about social media being an aid, a platform to help a lot of this happen. So they are calling him the Twitter cheat. And he conned at least seven Kenyan women out of all this money. And they are nursing their broken hearts. What I found very interesting was how, um, you know, they, they did their investigations. And the seven victims formed a WhatsApp group, <laughs> which is named Co-Wives, with an aim of trying to get their money back. And I'm sure you're wondering, what did he say? What could he have possibly said to confuse these women? Well, it just seemed to be uh, a lot of sweet nothings. And that just got me thinking about how sometimes when you're in love, you hear what you want to hear. He made promises, of course, of romance. And, you know, I'll be with you forever. I'll never love another. You know, I, I want to marry you. I want to have babies with you. He even claimed to have a puppy named Jaden. And with all this information and all this wooing online, can I say again, he managed to con seven women, at least seven women. You never know. There might be more. There might be some women who are like, ah, I don't want the world to know my business. But 3.5 million Kenya shillings is quite a bit of money. So again, you know, for people to say, ah, there's something wrong. How could that happen? Could never happen to me. Um, I think you need to just step up your level of awareness because a lot of these stories are coming out about con men. But there are very many men who can also share their stories of being conned by women. Hmm? So maybe we should start hearing those stories too. What do you think? 
You haven't been laid in a week? Well, guess what? Other people have it worse. Not only have they not gotten laid in a week, but unlike you, they're not listening to RX Radio. In your eyes, I see there's something burning on it. Yeah. Thanks, this is RX Radio.